The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Engaging Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, it's Scott McClelland with your Leadership Moment. Leadership, in my book, is all about example. The quality of your leadership will never exceed or go beyond the quality of your example. Not maybe all people think that, but it's something I hold true and close to heart. And it's from that vein of thought I want to talk to you today. And I want to point out something that seems very interesting to me and and challenging at the same time. It'll be something of a little contrast, but hopefully it'll make you think. What does it mean to take delight in weaknesses? You might have heard of this type of language actually found in Second Corinthians. Does this mean, as some would say, that we should be okay when we fall or fail the Lord or compromise or something like that? I don't think so. Uh, might it mean to be in touch with our own humanity? Maybe we're getting closer there. Or to realize that you have much more weakness present within you than you do strength when it comes to your own self. I think maybe we're getting closer even when we think about it that way. I can't think of many things that are more counterculture to the American perspective than this, that we would boast in our weaknesses because it seems all around us everyone is boasting so much in their strength and their independence and their self-sufficiency. But who delights in hardships? Another snapshot from that scripture. A person who delights in hardships in the realization of their own weaknesses is not the self-assured person. A person who delights in such is a person looking beyond themselves for strength and for assurance. The actual scripture says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Here comes the contrast. One of the hallmarks of the generation that we're living in is self-comfort. And this self-comfort parades itself as righteousness. Uh, this is a big deception, in my opinion, that's gaining a lot of strength. C.S. Lewis said, Prosperity knits a man to the world. He feels that he is finding his place in it, while really it's finding its place in him. And prosperity is just one of the ways that self-comfort takes territory in our hearts. Can we say, like Paul, I delight in hardships and weaknesses and in insults and in persecutions and difficulties? I hope we come to know such a life of freedom 
such a life of high example. Scott McClellan with your leadership moment. Contact us on FX Missions. Have a good one. This has been the Engaging Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. If you have a leadership question, please send it to feedback at engagingmissions.com and visit fxmissions.com to connect with Scott and discover how you could be involved in short-term missions.